The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. Today, enjoy the show. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, watching me on Facebook live, thanks a lot uh, for tuning in. Of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, WAVA 105.1 FM. Right here in the nation's capital, out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, West Virginia, parts of Pennsylvania. Thanks a lot uh, for listening. Of course, if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. If you're not new, you can say it with me. Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone in Friday. That's today. Anything you want to talk to me about today is fair game. Race religion, relationships. You need to build a bridge somewhere. You need to have a conversation. Maybe you just want to get my my thoughts on something as a pastor, a brother in the Lord, as a man, (laughs) whatever it may be, feel free uh, to give me a call at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. Today is open phone-in Friday. That means it's all about you. Where do you want to go today? What do you want to talk about? Do you have a question? Ask me any question. I can address any question. Now, I can't answer any question, of course, uh, but we have the good word, uh, the word of God, and we know the one who has all the answers. We can always go to him and a lot of other smart listeners along the way. So uh, let me know what you think and give me a call, and we'll get you right up at 888-43-BRIDGE. Now let's pause for a word of prayer, as we always do, and commit our time to the Lord. Thank you, Father, for this opportunity to connect with my listeners all throughout the nation's capital. We pray that you GPS uh, our conversation and lead us, Lord, in the way you want us to go. We commit today's show over to you in the name of Jesus. Together, everyone said amen and amen. A couple other ways to get a hold of me, andersonspeaks.com. andersonspeaks.com. You can go there and get articles and books and information on me. Or you can always go to EmbraceGracism.com because there you can learn how to be a gracist as well as let me know that you're in on trying to be the solution to racism, which is gracism and uh, not a part of the problem, but a part of the solution. Would love to connect with you there as, lo- as along with my uh, consulting outfit, which is there at EmbraceGracism.com in case you ever need uh, diversity, multicultural leadership, consulting for your church, your organization, your uh, your university, who, your country, whatever you need, uh, go to EmbraceGracism.com. My phone number, live, my lines are open, 
888-432-7434. On Marriage Monday, we talked about building a bridge between my lover and my Lord. On Tough Topic Tuesday, we had special guest, True Soldier, and we talked about Christian hip-hop and Christian rap music. What do you think about that and how that's being used uh, in in the world? On Wisdom Wednesday, we talked about the wisdom of addressing gun violence, gun safety, and mental health. Boy, isn't that an issue right now? Theological Thursday, we talked about the theology of third-party involvement and responsibility, not politics, but you as an innocent bystander. What is your Christian duty as an innocent bystander? If you see something, uh, do you have a duty to say something, to get involved? And what do the scriptures have to say with being a third-party or a bystander? That's what we talked about uh, yesterday. And we use passages like the Good Samaritan, remember? Uh, He was walking and he saw a man that was all beaten and broken. And uh, even the previous two people who were leaders in society as innocent uh, bystanders did nothing. The priest crossed the street. The Levite crossed the street. But yet the Samaritan said, here's a man beaten. Here's a man hurting. I'm going to get involved. Even though he had nothing to do with the problem, he had everything to do with the solution. And sometimes God puts you in those situations, not so you can say, it's not my problem, but so you can actually say the opposite. God, this is not a coincidence. I guess I'm supposed to be a part of the solution here. My number one more time, 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's go ahead and kick the show off in Montgomery uh, County, I guess on Montgomery Road there in uh, in Montgomery County, Maryland. It's Jason who's on the line. Hey, Jason, how you doing today? Hey, how's it going, guys? How you doing? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. What are you thinking? Um, I believe in Christ. And I believe what Christ did for me and everyone else. Okay. But I don't follow. I don't follow Christian tradition. It's hard for me to find a church home. Okay. When I think of church, I think of I think of the people. Okay. Not the building. Okay. And, you know, I've been I've been through a lot. Of, you know, through my years, I've been growing up as a you know Christian, and I went to baptism. Like, there's so many traditions that they're doing wrong according to scripture. Okay. You know, and I'm just trying to figure out. You know, we're supposed to be doing like we're supposed to be like the apostles. We're supposed to be healing the sick. We're supposed to be, you know, doing what the apostles do. I'm just trying to figure where, where should I go in this? Uh, where should I go? Because I, I, I can't find a church home. It's well, hard to me. where do you live? Because it, right, I, right now I live in uh, Wardle. I live in Wardle. All right. So part of it is you want to find some people to do go to different churches and go visit their church and check it out. No church is going to be perfect, but you want to find a place that helps you grow spiritually. That's really the bottom line. Now, if you want to drive up to Columbia, Maryland, that's where I'm located. You can always come visit me. We'd love to have you. Uh, Just go to bridgeway.cc, and you can find out all the information. But it's important to get connected to a church, not because of the politics of it or the culture of it, but the, the great way of testing whether a church is for you is, does this help me to grow spiritually? And can I also contribute to help this church be and do what it's called to? And uh, But it's important because you need that accountability. You need that fellowship. And guess what? They need you, Jason. 
So you're going to walk into the place that God has you, and you're going to be able to contribute uh, your life to that as well. So keep searching. And again, you also have a personal invitation from me to come to Bridgeway. How's that? All right, my friend. Hey, thanks for calling. Check me out at uh, bridgeway.cc. That's bridgeway.cc. That'll take you right to my church. You can take a tour of it. You can uh, read our doctrine and you can see pictures and, and figure out the address and how to get here, what service best fits you, 8, 10, or noon. So we got a lot going on. But listen, whatever you want to talk to me about, race, religion, relationships, politics, education, business, money, whatever it is, get in where you fit in, 888-432-7434. What God chill on the side as the judge Watch the sun slug it out with the one rejected his love Like the government with the covenant They try to smuggle him, yo, he still loves Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. That's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCollum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook. What is multicultural ministry? How does it affect me? Why is it important? If you want to know the answers to these and many other questions, then the Multicultural Ministry Handbook is a must-read. This story was modeled on the pioneering planting of Bridgeway Community Church, where founding pastor Dr. David Anderson had the vision for a dynamic, diverse, grace-filled place. Authored by a group of folks who've been doing ministry together for many years, this book is a testimony of personal journeys and practical ideas for any church with the desire to do life as God would have us do it. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook, published by InterVarsity Press, can be purchased at your local bookstore, Amazon.com, or Andersonspeaks.com.
Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click Like. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And we're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? I hope you're hanging out on a Friday just saying, you know what, whether I'm in the rain, whether I'm in the sunshine, whether I'm in my car or in my kitchen, I'm just glad to be hanging out and listening to and engaging with Dr. David Anderson. I know I enjoy engaging with you, and today the show is all about you. Anything you want to talk about, you are the agenda. All you got to do is give me a call and ask me a question, 888-432-7434. Let's go on over to Alexandria, Virginia, and talk to Anonymous, who's on the line. Hey, Anonymous, welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, thank you. Um, I'm getting ready to pick up uh, my son, so I'm going to try to get my question out very fast, and then I'm going to have to get off the line Okay. for your answer. Good. Um, so to make a long story short, I have uh, you know, always, the past I don't know how many years, ever since I've given my life over to Christ, just um, really allowed him to use me as a vessel. Um, And I say that because I have lived my life um, not in a prideful way, but humbly before God and Mm -hmm. allowed him to change my everyday situations and just really take over my life. Okay. Um, I spread the good news um, whenever I feel that the Holy Spirit has laid upon my heart to do so. Okay. But recently, I have been faced with a situation where I have been praying for a friend of mine. Uh-huh. Um, you know, behind the scenes, she is in a um, lesbian relationship. Okay. And I was uh, made aware that she's about to get married. And as I was praying for her earnestly, I felt that the Holy Spirit was telling me to... Um, you know, uh, invite her to hear the good news. Okay. Um, you know, so it's, it's a sensitive subject nowadays. Um, so what's but, your question, Anonymous? Okay, so I was very scared to do so, but I did out mm-hmm. of obedience to the Lord. And the outcome was, I guess, not surprising, but um, I guess a little surprising. So now she's very angry with me and um you know she just doesn't see things the way that i thought the holy spirit would reveal to her i went back and prayed about it and i did get a peace there because i was very upset very distraught i got a peace from the lord that i i i believe i did the right thing okay and you know god shared with me that he's great and he's awesome and he'll work it out i believe but so what's your question i'm very distraught my question is, is where can I go for comfort? What do I do now that mm. she doesn't want to talk to me? Um, you know, I've let her have her time, and I said, look, if you don't want to talk to me, this is very fresh. It was just today. 
I understand out of respect. I cannot call you or anything, but I'm just really upset about it. Well, let me ask you a question uh, just so I can kind of understand how it happened. So you started talking to her about the Lord. How, How did you share the Lord with her? Well, I called her up and I told her in a loving way, I love you and I know that my sin is no different than your sin. I just want to let you know that beforehand. Um, and I told her I was praying for her and I felt that she, um, that, that the Lord wanted her to know that he wanted a relationship with her and he wanted her to come to him in repentance. Okay. Um, and she was very confused. She said, are you telling me I'm living in sin? Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, according to the word of the Lord, yes, you are. Okay. You know, but I love you very much, and I know what I felt in my spirit about God wanting to be with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, all I want you to do is turn to him. That's all I'm asking is ask mm. him. She feels that she's a believer. Okay. She, um, you know, just feels that because she's a good person, that's good enough. Mm-hmm. And I've never said a word about that. I just felt this is the time okay. that God was calling her to a higher place. How did she um, respond? So she shut off. I'm sorry. How did she respond? How did it end? It ended with, okay, thank you very much, and she hung up the phone. And then later on, I sent my piece in an email, and I said, I love you. I hope you're not mad at the messenger, but I understand. Um, you know, take time. Just talk to God. I, I, You know, I basically told her I wish I could mm-hmm. renounce what I felt, but I can't. You right, know? right, right, right. Um, and, and, and I'm there for her if she wants to open up and ask any questions if she needs anything. Got her it. response to that email was, I never want to talk to you again. It's people like you that turn people away from God. Mm. And I'm at peace with the truth of the gospel. It's just, I'm just really sad because yeah. we have a soul tie because there's a family connection. Sure. Um, sure. And I just. Let me let me let me I'm ask. I'm sure God will come for me. In he the will. Future. I just don't know what to do right well, now. Well, you're dealing with loss of a relationship, first of all, and so you're mourning. You're mourning that loss. We need to pray that you know things will heal and time will come where you could see each other again. Um, did you think about possibly meeting her face to face to have that conversation, or was phone just the best way to do it? Um, I invited her to meet her face-to-face. I asked if she wanted to go to coffee. Um, unfortunately, because of the timing, right. I couldn't. She mm-hmm. asked me to go after she was looking to get married. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I said, you know, so I just felt time was of the essence. Right. I don't know if I was right there or not because the wedding did get postponed. Mm-hmm. Um, however, that's why I said, okay, then maybe we can talk over the phone. Got it. Well, hopefully uh, she will circle back to you. You're just going to have to be patient and be prayerful. All right. If you felt like the spirit was leading you and you said it in a loving way, uh, you know, that is just the consequence of speaking of speaking that truth. Uh, You know, if you had a chance to do it again, what I might recommend is that you don't uh, make her specific relationship or send the issue. You just make the issue her relationship with God. You know, and it sounds like you did that pretty much, but it seems like you were much influenced by the fact that she might be getting married, and therefore you felt like you had to yes, get, get in there very, right. get in there very quickly before she got married. And it may have, it, again, if you have another opportunity, I wouldn't even make the marriage the issue. I'd make the relationship with the Lord the issue, and then allow the Lord to kind of work in that. 
Now, here's my guest. He probably still is working right now, but you're just going to have to be patient and prayerful because the reality is she's hurt, she's upset, she's confused, but God's going to use your words, and hopefully she'll come back to you and be ready when she does come back to you to just say, hey, listen, again, I'm so sorry. I love you, and it's only about your relationship with the Lord. My relationship with the Lord I have to work on, too, like everybody else. I'm not judging you. I just want to share the best thing that's ever happened to me, and that's the love of the Lord. And leave it at that and let the, and let the Lord do the rest of it. Okay, Anonymous? Thank you so much. I hope that's helpful to you. And may the Lord comfort you during the time of uh, grief, okay? Thank you. All right. That was very helpful. God bless you. Bless you back now. Well, listen, if you want to give me a call, my number is 888-43-BRIDGE. We're going to move on to Waldorf, Maryland now and talk to Marion, who's on the line. Hi, Marion. Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you doing, Dr. Anderson? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging out with me today. What are you thinking? Um. I really don't have a thought right now, but what I was calling for, I was answering Jason, just talked to Jason on the phone, mm -hmm. and he said that he was in the Waldorf area. Yes, ma'am. And I just wanted to invite him to our church. What's the name of your church? It's Christian Unity Baptist Church, mm -hmm. and it's at um, 11822 mm -hmm. Park Waldorf Lane. Okay. That's in Waldorf, Maryland. All right. Great. So, so I just wanted to invite him to the church. That's wonderful. Christian Unity Baptist Church. Thank you so much. Okay, Miss Marion? Uh -huh. Blessings to you now. And anybody in that area wants to go visit that church, and Jason, if you're still listening, it's right in your right in your neck of the woods. Give it a shot. With regard to churches, sometimes you have to go to a few of them to find out which one fits me and which one uh, can I serve in, which one can uh, help me to grow to the next level. It may not be a church for life. It may be church for a season. But remember, no church is going to be perfect. So you want to look at the kind of church that best suits you. All right. And uh, that that doesn't mean that my church is perfect for everybody. It's not. If you don't like contemporary, if you don't like multicultural diversity, if you don't like people who are a little bit crazy and whacked out, then that, my church is not for you. Right. Uh, if you don't like to dress, dress any way you want to dress when you go to church, my church is not for you. But if you're just kind of like authentic, look, I want to check out a church, kind of get a real word and uh, realize that everybody's just trying to make their way to the foot of the cross then maybe it's for you. And I think that that's true about so many different churches. Every church is not for everybody, but the big C church, God's church, is. All right? And sometimes we just got to find out what local fellowship is he calling me to to learn, to grow, and to serve. All right, let's go to Faye, who's in Montgomery County, Maryland. Hi, Faye. Welcome to the show. How are you? I love your show. Thank now, you. I want to be cremated when I die. Okay. And my son tells me he's not going to do it. <laughs> so is anything wrong with cremation? Is anything in the Bible about it? And why are so many people against it? Well, there's a lot of people against it for many different reasons. One of the reasons is economic. You know, uh, the, the funeral business is not going to make a lot of money if everybody starts wanting to get cremated. The reality is they're making a whole lot of money selling uh, gold caskets and mahogany and and then uh, ratcheting up the payments for people. And it's, I think it's ridiculous. The amount of money it costs to bury, so, to bury somebody is a ridiculous racket. Now, that doesn't mean everybody in that field is ridiculous or corrupt. Yes, but not everybody. Not everybody. <laughs> not everybody. But still, I think it's a racket. Now, having said that, 
I'm going to make sure y'all put me in a nice casket and uh, then y'all go back to the church and eat some fried chicken. <laughs> but uh, reality is there's nothing wrong with getting cremated. Now, there were some pagan uh, behaviors about cremation in the Old Testament, but again, that doesn't apply to us. So bottom line is you have freedom to do this. You just got to trust the people who you uh, who who going to take care of you after you're gone because you can't do anything about it anyway. Once you're dead, whether they cremate you or whether they lie you right. in, in, in state, or in honor, like they're going to do with uh, Dr. Billy Graham, praise the Lord for his life. The reality is, once you're dead, you're gone anyway. Uh, and so the funeral is for people who are left behind. And uh, some people like cremation because they can keep the ashes and feel like they're keeping a little bit of that person with them. But at the end of the day, there's no theological prohibition to you getting cremated. All right, I'm going to run to my break. Thank Th you. Oh, God bless you, Miss Faye. If you want to give me a call, give me a call now, 888 Four three two seven four three four. We'll be right back. Thank you for everything you've done for me. Can't wait to see you in heaven. Hey, come on. Hey, what's up? Hey, what you doing? Huh? How you feeling? Hey, where you at? Huh? Where you be? John Van Pay, pastor and author of the new book Marathon Faith. Surrendering your life to Jesus is the greatest decision you'll ever make. But that's just the starting line. Many of us begin our spiritual races of following Jesus with unrealistic expectations that hinder us from crossing the finish line. Every faith journey encounters obstacles. Just open the Bible. And my new book, Marathon Faith, Motivation from the Greatest Endurance Runners of the Bible, I write about how men and women of faith overcame obstacles and how you can do the same. Along with scriptural references, I include my own life experiences about endurance running. When things get tough, let God help you endure your race so you too can finish well. Order your copy of author John Van Pay's compelling new book, Marathon Faith, Motivation from the Greatest Endurance Runners of the Bible, at Amazon and at barnesandnoble.com. As a small business owner, you're juggling it all, including customers' calls from your personal phone. But with Grasshopper, you get a business phone number and a business phone system from our mobile app so you can work smarter, not harder. Grasshopper forwards calls, texts, even transcribes voicemails. Everything you need to simplify your business and stay responsive. With Grasshopper, there's no long-term contracts and customer support is 24-7. Whether you're starting or growing your business, Grasshopper is the answer. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio. WAVA presents A Night of Laughter with comedian Jeff Allen, Saturday, April 14th at Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. If a kid maimed himself, we called that childhood. Mike Helmet was. Are you kidding me? I grew up in America before the lawyers took it over and ruined it. We're so confident you'll laugh with Jeff Allen. We're offering you a laughter guarantee. If you don't laugh, you'll get your money back. WAVA fan club members, tickets are only $15 each or $10 each for five or more. Get yours today at WAVA.com. Keyword, laugh. And news. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino, and believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. 
3771 or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How you doing on this Friday? Happy Friday to you. If you want to talk to me, you can call me about anything. It's open phone-in Friday. What do you want to talk about? Race, religion, relationships, politics, whatever it is, let's kick it. we still got some time together. 888-432-7434. All right, right back to the phone lines. Let's go to Anonymous in Crofton, Maryland. Hi, Anonymous. Welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you for all that you do. I appreciate your show. Oh, thank you. Um, and my question is, as a young child, my parents kind of like, you know, tried to raise me and, you know, as a believer. And okay. over time, I was still a believer, but I was not doing the things. I was not living my life as the Lord, you know pleasing the Lord. Right. Um, as a result of that, I was involved. Um, I got involved in, in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a child. We um, got engaged. Mm-hmm. And then everything went downhill from there. Um, okay. He was diagnosed with um, as being positive HIV. Okay. And he was hospitalized for um, almost two years in and out of the hospital. Um, and I think I think that as a result of that, um, he just became, like, really insecure, you know, um, about our relationship, I guess. Okay. For the mere fact that I held a lot of anger and resentment. Okay. Um, for not making wise decisions sure. for myself. Sure. As an adult, um, especially when my parents did try to raise me the right way. Yeah, yeah. But I think that because um, all sexual intercourse was cut, as a result of the diagnosis, mm-hmm. he then, you know, began, um, he began to be, like, really, um, you know, accusing me of being with other individuals and maybe me having sex behind his back and running around mm-hmm. his back and et cetera. And I understand, um, but to the point where, you know, he said a lot of mean things, like hurtful things, and as a result of that, I ended the engagement. Okay. And I broke up. You know, I ended everything. It's just um, a little bit complicated because we do have a child. Um, he's a Athena. How old is your child? And my question is, she's three. Okay. She's three years old. Okay. Um, and my question is, I know that, um, you know, we were never married. We, from the beginning, we were working towards, you know, getting married and everything. But... Am I, I'm just, I'm, I'm having a hard time dealing with, you know, in marriages, um, spouses fight for each other, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. The fact that we were married and I get accused that, you know, I'm not yes. fighting for, sure. you know, I'm, I'm refusing to go in, I'm, I refuse to go to counseling to couples therapy because I feel like one, we never got married and two, the engagement and the relationship, I just let it go because- sure of how he was behaving. I got it. So let me ask you, uh, how did he get HIV? I don't know. Uh Uh-huh. 
And then uh, we don't know. Like understood. so, at the beginning of the relationship, I did you know let him know that I you know like I showed him my lab work and he just said you know I've never even had an STD, but I never asked the right questions. I never asked him to give me proof of anything. Understood. Um and. When the diagnosis was revealed to me um, with his doctor in the middle of his deathbed, um, I asked him when was the last time he was tested, and he Mm -hmm. said he'd never been tested. However, he did have a, um, you know, like a really, he was involved in a really bad accident, and he had a a blood transfusion. Got it, got it. So it could have been a blood transfusion. It could have not been the blood transfusion. We will never know. Let me ask you this. if he didn't have HIV, would you want to be married to him? Um, no, no, because of how he acted afterwards. Mm-hmm. And do you still love but him? But I think that I'm. I, um, uh, I I do, but it's just very different because the point that he just began to question our daughter's paternity, and to me, Got that it. just did it. Well, he's but at the same time, yeah, he's feeling insecure right now, so he's going to say stuff because a, you're not having sex. He feels insecure, so that's just going to be the par for the course. Is he a believer? Uh, He he believes that there is a God. Got it. No, he's not a believer. Got it. So what you need to do? Do you have custody of the child, or does he have custody? Um, we've never gone through the courts, but I have custody of the child, and you know we ha- we're we're very like we're amicable. Got it. Um, so this, he spends as much time as he can. This is what wants I, to and can. With sure. Him. This is what I would recommend and suggest. You pray about this. A couple of things. First of all, um, if I could just say it so straight here, you need to repent before God and really apologize to Him uh, for being in this relationship, and also repent to your parents and apologize to them. I think that's step one. Uh, so hear that from me in a loving way, okay, as a pastor and a brother and a friend, okay? And then secondly, I think you ought to develop your relationship with the Lord and your child and take marriage off the table and relate to him as the father of your children and don't even worry about the relationship. This is not somebody that you're probably going to marry the rest of your life. However, if God changes him, God could actually save him and God could heal him, then you might be open to it. But right now, that relationship was out of order. So I would never push you back into a relationship with him when he's not even a believer. I'd get myself right with the Lord. I'd raise my child, and I'd be nice and kind to him. I think those are the very next steps. Okay, Anonymous? Thank you. God bless you. I got to run. Thank you for reaffirming. There you go, my sister. Well, I know it's a tough one, but please uh, start with repentance, okay? This is Real Talk. I'm Dr. David Anderson. I'm not going anywhere. We'll be back in just three minutes. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diliu Hailu answered in one of her essays like this. 
I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way into fulfilling my calling. Sebla Duglu Hailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. Have you been hurt, cheated on, lied to? or unfairly treated by others? Do you have a difficult time forgiving others or extending grace? Then you have to purchase my brand new book, I For Grace You. In bookstores now and on Amazon.com, I For Grace You, doing good to those who hurt you. You will be freed from anger, bitterness, resentment, and guilt. I For Grace You by Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Go to Amazon.com. I For Grace You. Get freed up today. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We've got about 15 minutes left. If you want to get in, I'd get in right now while there's still room in the end. <laughs> i got a couple lines for you. 888-432-7434. A couple lines are open. If you want to get in, now's the time to do it. It's open phone-in Friday. Anything you want to talk to me about is fair game. Let's go on over to Rockville, Maryland, and talk to Anonymous, who's on the line. Hi, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay, thanks. I'm Good. okay. Good afternoon. Mm. What are you thinking? Well, um, I'm kind of facing a situation right now that I have no idea how to face it. But I've been married with my husband for about 24 years. Mm -hmm. I've been going through, you know, a lot but I overcome all the challenges in the marriage. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm like, you know, there, hanging in there through, you know, going I'm reading and getting submitting myself to God. Mm. But now, um, I met my husband like that, anyhow, but I have three kids with him. Okay. Um, but now he's like, I don't know, my question is how to face the harmful things coming out of his mouth. He is, when, he's so harmful to me, he always say, not always, but most of the time, he will say words that really hurt me. But I'm okay. I'm a grown-up. I know how to handle that. Mm -hmm. What is hurting me and bothering me right now is that he hurts my kids. How so? Like, um, I'm sorry? How does he hurt your kids? Well, um, he hurts them. Like, the words that's coming out of his mouth, like, um, 
For example, the day before yesterday, we were doing a project. I, I believe in my son, um, he's 11. He was doing a, a, system, a solar system project, and I didn't know what he was doing. But, um, you know, I was there helping him. All, the, all of a sudden, he was on the phone, um, on the sofa, and I said, Ba, I think he needs help. Um, can we help him? And then he started saying, like, okay, D'Angelo, um, uh, what are you trying to do? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And um, if you don't know, what you don't ask. And then my son said, I know what I'm doing, Bobby. Um, it's just, um, I just need to hold this right here. And then and then he said, why are you lying to me? You don't know what you're doing. Mm. And I said, well, hold on, hold on a second. Okay, if you're not going to help, just just leave right. it. Okay, we're going to do it. Right, right. And then, you know, stuff like that. He, does, he doesn't believe in us. And, and he always said, like, um, things that hurt us. Have you ever have you ever suggested to do marriage counseling with your husband? I have, I have, but he doesn't believe in that. He says that I'm the always I'm the only one who interprets things the other way. I'm mm-hmm. the one who doesn't understand. He doesn't yeah. see it the right way, mm-hmm. and I'm the one who needs it. He so you're you're in a difficult. I mean, I really, he doesn't agree. You're in a difficult spot. You've been married almost a quarter of a century, and you have a man that doesn't respect—he <laughs> doesn't respect you. Uh, and so it's hard yeah. for you as a female to have him talk down to you and the kids. I think that the f- first thing that you ought to f- consider doing, anonymous, is getting counseling for yourself. All right, that—that yeah. that way you'll have a place to go to talk about the hurt and to get some strength from a Christian counselor who can then give you some coping skills to know how to respond to him okay. and that'll get you stronger. Okay. All right. And, and maybe get a couple of ladies around you who can pray with you that his heart would change. Cause he's not going to change unless his heart changes because out of the mouth, exactly. out of the heart comes the, the words of the mouth. Right. And so he's saying stuff because of whatever's going on inside of him. It could be his male brain. Mm-hmm. It could be his pride. It could be his ego. Uh, who knows why he's acting like this, but, it is hurtful to you. It's hurtful to the kids. And what you need to do is be a bit protective of the kids, uh, but also you need to protect your own heart. And I think it starts with sitting down yeah. with a Christian counselor to just help you deal with this. And at some point in the future, if things don't change, maybe there's some other options. But right now, I just think you need to be cared for. What do you think about that, Anonymous? I think, yeah, I've been thinking about that lady. And I also, what I do is, um, because I know the situation, I always ask, I always tell the kids, I'm sorry for him. Yeah. Because he would not accept that he hurt us. Yeah. Is that he his? He would not accept that I said to the kids, are I'm those so his sorry kids? for the way the puppy talked to you. Are those his kids too, biologically? Yes, all of them. Okay. All of them three. Understood, understood. Okay. Hey, well, is, is, are the kids, one is a boy I heard by the name you gave. Are the others boys or girls? Well, I have two boys and one girl. And how old are they? One is, what, 13 or one's 11. How old are the other two? Um, 10 and 17. Got it. And is a 17-year-old a boy? He is a boy, yes. And how has your husband dealt with him? Well, um, they don't communicate. Yeah. Like a couple of words, like good afternoon, and that's yeah. it. All right, so he's almost uh, he's like, almost out of the house in the next couple of years anyway. 
uh, men and boys have yeah. a different relationship than mother and boys. Sometimes you have to let the father uh, uh, treat the boy a little bit more harshly. And so you want to protect them from any abuse. But uh, God will use your nurturing um, motherhood and also the father's mm-hmm. sort of corrective nature to bring that child into balance. So allow the dad to be the dad, even if he says some things that are harsh. Uh, you know, you can be the mother, but let him be the father and uh, do what I said so far as uh, counseling and coping. And, and hopefully things will correct themselves and the Holy Spirit will begin to move in your husband's heart as well. OK. Sounds good. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. God bless you, my sister in Rockville. Let's go to Columbia, Maryland, where Lori is on the line. Hello, Miss Lori. Welcome to the show. Hey, Pastor D.A., how are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. How are you? Awesome. I just wanted to um, cheer you up and give you a smile for the weekend. Okay. I'm pretty cheerful, but you're going to make me smile even more. I went to see Jeffrey Osborne last night. Oh. And Mr. Osborne usually comes into the audience at some point to do the Woo 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 song with everyone. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, I stood up to sing with him. Nice. And uh, he said that he usually doesn't get white people standing up to sing with him. <laughs> and so I very sweetly said to him, my pastor says I'm brown on the inside. <laughs> that, that would be me, right? <laughs> that would be you. How about so that? He smiled very largely and he gave it. me a giant hug and said, I want to touch the brown on the inside. Oh, <laughs> isn't that nice? I love it. I love so it. So we sang, we sang the woo 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 song, and I thought of you the whole time. Look at that. Love you a lot. Check you out. I appreciate you, Miss Lori from Columbia. Blessings to you, okay? Same to you, Pastor DA. Enjoy your weekend. Amen. Take care. See you on Sunday. Yeah, how about that? Lori, she's got a little brown. In her, so singing with uh, Jeff- Jeffrey Osborne. I didn't know he was still he was still doing it like that. Can you woo woo woo? Now I need to find out if my engineer can find that song for me. I don't know. That's kind of on the spot there. So anyway, uh, Mr. Uh, engineer, do you have any brown in you? <laughs> hey, listen. If you want to give me a call, we're just about to land the plane. We still got a couple minutes left, so I've got an open line. If you want to grab it, get in where you fit in. Triple eight. Four three bridge. You know, um, on Theological Thursday, uh, Renee Beasley says that I have also gotten involved in the past with children being left in a hot car, and my daughter has as well, while by herself, and saw two little ones left in a hot car in front of a grocery store. So the question is, Renee Beasley, what did you do? That topic yesterday was about being an innocent bystander. What do you do when you're a third party? What is the Christian duty of somebody who's an innocent bystander? Hopefully you helped that child get out the car or you told somebody uh, in authority in the grocery store uh, because the last thing you want is a child to die because they're in the car. Well, listen, I'm running to my break. When I get back, I'm going to the next phone line before I end uh, the show. So uh, make sure you get in if you want to at 888-43-BRIDGE. It's the song of the redeemed Rising from the African plain 
MyPillow has now made it easier than ever to own a MyPillow. Not only are they still offering a 10-year warranty, not only is it guaranteed not to go flat, made in the USA, washable and dryable, but here is one of their best offers yet. For a limited time, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-517-3636. Use the promo code WAVA to take advantage of the four-pack special. You'll get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. Now you can take your MyPillow with you when you travel and even give one to a friend. There's no excuse to delay any longer. Purchase the best pillow you'll ever own. Call 800-517-3636. Get the four-pack special. That's 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster and you will stay there longer. Call 800-517-3636. Notice the difference a good night's sleep can make at home or now even when you travel. Call 800-517-3636 or go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code WAVA. People ask us all the time, who can they trust with their mortgage needs? Unfortunately, in the mortgage industry, there's a lot of bad press due to deceit and dishonesty. Hey everyone, this is Mike. And this is Brian. Finally, there's a company you can trust, Fellowship Home Loans. We have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, 98% customer satisfaction rating online, and read through some of our social media reviews. They are fantastic. Not to mention, the radio station you're listening to right now can tell you all of the success stories that they hear from listeners just like you. With something as important as your home, we aim to live up to our motto, mortgage lending guided by Christian principles. Give us a call today at 800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-7283 or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. Come and get your loan, Fellowship Home Loans. Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA, Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender, NMLS number 60134. I'm telling you that fame and fortune are not what they're cracked up to be. Hi, this is Lon Solomon, and Madonna said that as part of promoting her new album. What's interesting is that people will sacrifice their integrity, their honor, and their reputation to get the very fame and fortune that Madonna was talking about. Jesus comments on this in the Bible, however. He said, what good is it if a person gains the whole world and loses their own soul. Instead, Jesus calls us to a different, a higher way of living. He calls us to live for him and to live for eternity, where everything we're living for is everything it's cracked up to be and more. Why not join him? Not a sermon, just a thought. If you'd like more information about Not a Sermon, you can check out our website at notasermon.com. That's notasermon.com. One oh five point one FM WAVA. Uh, had a lot of fear. Mm -hmm. uh, there was um, some threats to our schools. 
uh, more shooting type threats, and they've had to close down uh, the schools for the afraid, mm. and um, a lot of the kids afraid. Yeah. And um, I've I prayed about it last night, and I'm lucky lucky enough that in my spiritual journey that I've, uh, I have a calling and I've had a, a connection with God. And um, he spoke to me last night and gave me kind of an answer. Okay. Uh, and that, that answer is uh, basically a lot of what you do, which, mm. which is um, I believe that we need to have conversations in mm-hmm. our community. Right. And just to some of these, to mm. the kids and to each other. Ah, yeah. And... Yeah, and I wanted we have a big meeting next week, and I wanted to start kind of kicking off these kind of conversations. I love it. Uh, and and um, I just wanted to know if uh, you have any kind of um, either advice or yeah. or uh, just anything that you've experienced with your journey sure. with uh, just. Open- Opening these kind of conversations. Well, I'm, first of all, and connecting. With- first of all, I'm encouraged that you're doing it. Congratulations. Comprehension begins with conversation. What you want to do is set a safe environment. So set some rules at the beginning. Welcome everybody. Set some rules at the beginning, and then allow people to open up. But remind them uh, that this is a safe room. This is a confidential room. We're going to be respectful to one another, but we really want to hear what you have to say and allow people to express themselves. It'll get hot. It'll get tense. But as long as they know somebody is is kind of the referee and and in control. Uh, that is still a great uh, opportunity to let magic happen in those kind of conversations. Be in the spirit. So if there's time to pause for prayer or pause for you to say something, you're connected to the spirit to know how to guide that room. There is no science to it. It is an art, and you just got to be surrendered, and God will give you the wisdom you need. Okay, David? Yes, thank you so much. That really, really helps. Amen. God bless you, and may the Lord be with you. Beasley, I asked, did you do anything with the kids in the hot car? And thank you for hitting me on Facebook just now. She said, uh, I'm at work listening to you today. Uh, she called the authorities but uh, because of the children. But her daughter went into the store, talked to the store manager, and they located the mom in the store. So praise the Lord. You are the exact example of what we're talking about as a, a third-party bystander. Sometimes you have a responsibility. You didn't expect it to happen, but it did. How does God want to use you in that Good Samaritan moment? Well, listen, have a great weekend. Find a great church to go to. Bring your tithes, your offerings, your spiritual gifts, and let God use you, not only through the week, but also on Sunday. Give somebody a hug that needs it, a high five, a smile, because God wants to use you and your church, not just use the church in you. Come on, let's pray together. Lord, thank you for the opportunity to build these bridges of conversation today. In the name of Jesus, we pray together. Everyone said amen. And amen.